0: Okay, so we we're talking about that the Buddha had only one meditation. This mm-hmm. is what Buddha Dasa has said. And as far as I know, that's, that's correct. However, in the Vasudhi they talk about four, 40 objects of mm-hmm. meditation. And that if you understand Anapanasati correctly, you will find, in fact, all of those 40 objects either to be in Anapanasati or kind of irrelevant, or in some cases actually against the practice of Anapanasati. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's quite, it's quite a collection, and it's a collection of things that existed before the time of the Buddha as well as uh, later. Mm hmm. Okay. Um, And so, uh, if we can uh, try to reconcile that, we can recognize that um, much of the foundation for all of these various kinds of meditation actually comes out of the Satipatthana Sutta, Mm -hmm. in the sense of the Kaya Nupasana. There's a lot of different body things that are to be done. Uh, to get to know the body. And mm-hmm. so uh, learning the breathing uh, in and out and, and getting in contact and in touch with the body to wake the body up. Uh, to mm-hmm. experience the whole body and to relax the body as well as paying attention to the movements of the body. And so the mm-hmm. rise, falling, touching, sitting that you hear and go uh, in the vahasi system is all about the body. Yes. Rising, falling of the breath the touching of the cloth on your skin and everything and then the um, proprioceptic system that would be called the uh the sitting that you always know what posture your body is in Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so um and we know that from the inside so we begin to pay attention to all of those kinds of things Basically, what the practice of Anapanasati is, is the process of waking up, investigating what's happening, and then make some choices about whether we're going to continue doing that or make a change.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, that's basically the whole practice right there, and that um, Bhikkhu Buddhadasa also has a long article, very beautiful about uh the name of it is uh the choice is yours do you want to have a choice or do you want to go by your old comma mm-hmm. now what actually bhikkhu Dasa is pointing at in this article is is that there is a thing called destiny yeah okay providence mm-hmm. um that um Clichés like he who lives by the sword dies by the sword goes right along with that mentality. Mm -hmm. But within the concept of the teaching of the Buddha, it's always uh, to wake up to the fact that you've got a choice. And the the choices are actually quite broad. And so you need to investigate the various possibilities rather than continuing to do the things that you've been doing Mm -hmm. out of habit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so this is a lot of what Anapanasati is, but it's also the Eightfold Noble Path Mm -hmm. in the sense of right view is to investigate, to look at what's going on. Right sati is to wake up so that we can do that. Mm -hmm. And then one's right effort is to take the effort to make the change that needs to be made based upon our observation. Okay. And then the result is, the right attitude is, I can do this. Mm-hmm.
1: Exactly. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, basically, uh, your question had to do with, okay, well, if I can do that and I can relax, then mm-hmm. what is next after that? The answer mm-hmm. is, when you can't relax, why not? because okay. there's going to be times when you can't relax and there will be times when you have the thought or actually the attitude that i can't relax that things are too tough they're too tight things are okay. too dangerous i can't relax right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is that going to be factual or is that going to be just more of old habit kind of thinking yeah
1: yeah, yeah. precisely okay
0: okay because most of the time danger is manufactured rather yes. than reap. Yes, I agree. So if we can get ourselves into a state of being relaxed, mm-hmm. and then again, we can get ourselves into a state of being relaxed, and then again, getting ourselves into a state of relaxed, and then again, getting ourselves into a state of relaxed over and over and over again so that you know, hey, I've got this thing getting relaxed, nailed. I've got it. Mm-hmm. Okay this is when we add in the fourth ingredient which is the um the right attitude the right attitude is i can relax anytime i want to mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. rather than having something next because in fact what we're doing is we're practicing this thing relaxation that you mentioned over and over and over again until it actually fits till we actually are relaxed
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: okay and when I'm talking about relaxed, I'm going to add a few ingredients to that that certainly relaxed is one of the words that we want to use, but other words we would want would be uh like feeling secure, feeling yeah. safe, feeling mm-hmm. confident mm-hmm. feeling uh uh contented and satisfied. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. what we really mean by relaxed. Relaxed not just uh, like because the fight is over and at least now he's not beating on me. There's that kind of relaxation. Mm-hmm. But then there's a the relaxation uh, that goes deeper than that. Um, and when the relaxation gets deep enough, then it gets to the point that we feel like a champion. That we can in fact have the little bouts and spats of life. But we can handle them easily while being relaxed. <clears> there is no more troubles. We don't have any worries. Okay, can we get ourselves into that kind of state and maintain it? Mm-hmm. That's what we're really looking for. Okay, yes, so Anapanasati yes. is actually all the practice that we need, or the only um, m- method, as it were. Uh, or um, practice session, but basically, the, the anapanasati is doing nothing more than putting the eightfold noble path into practice so that we can practice it and build up the skills for it. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, that this is an important question, um, especially in the method and the way that it's done because much of the things that are called meditation are done otherwise. In other words, they're taking the good advice of the Buddha and kind of ignoring it. Uh, And that actually is quite easy to happen. Um, And here's an example of that. In the Satipatthana Sutta, which I've mentioned, uh, it's a fairly long sutta. Mm -hmm. and that in uh, the Satipatthana Sutta naturally you would expect it to be broken up into the four foundations of mindfulness Mm -hmm. the first and long section is on the body then Mm -hmm. it talks about feelings for just a short period of time then it talks about Sita and gives some very very good advice about making sure that you know what condition your mind is in is it sharp and focused or is it dull or is it bright uh, is it um, fixed on an object or is it fixed on being able to move from object to object flawlessly without wandering away mm-hmm. okay so the state of mind of are in. then in yeah. the last part of the sutta it begins with the hindrances and talks about the hindrance as we would expect in a, in a discussion like this because the first thing generally that a student Encounters in their meditation are the hindrances to being relaxed, mm-hmm. and that right there in the uh, in the Satipatthana Sutta it does mention that these hindrances are to be removed. Okay, that's an important point that is in the Satipatthana Sutta, but we're talking about one or two words. Out Mm -hmm. of a 10,000-word sutta, you can imagine that people could could miss that. Mm -hmm. But the hindrances Mm -hmm. are to be removed. Mm -hmm. And yet in methods like the Mahasi method, they talk about noting. Our mindfulness meditation in the sense of noting what is there and keep watching it. right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I offer you the analogy. Imagine that you're standing on the highway. Yeah. Or on the road Mm -hmm. and a big truck comes barreling down the highway right at you Mm -hmm. and you see it. Mm -hmm. Okay. There are three possibilities. One is you're going to do a Popeye with those Mm -hmm. great big muscles and you're going to stand there and you're going to push that truck and you're going to say, stop.
1: Yeah. 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 Okay.
0: Not a good idea for trucks.
1: No, (laughs) definitely
0: not. do that with their mind.
1: Mm, okay, and then
0: the yeah, other okay. possibility is for you to uh to lay there and note it well. Note that truck as it runs right over us. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then the third way would be to note that truck, see it coming, and step out of the road.
1: Okay, yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. the Anapanasati method is to step out of the road.
1: Exactly. You kind of put yourself away from like distress.
0: Yeah, get yourself out of harm's way. Exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. so. Mm-hmm. to Get yourself out of danger. Mm-hmm. That's what the whole practice is. And, and in fact, the, the whole teaching of the Buddha is boiled down to the Pali statement, Dukkha, Dukkha Naroda. Mm-hmm. Which can okay. be translated as to see that truck coming and step out of the way. Okay. Dukkha, dukkha naroda, see the dukkha and don't step in it. Okay. All right. Or All right. in the sense of throwing it out. And mm-hmm. so this is where it's actually specified in the Anapanasati Sutta so that it's not to be missed. And that is is that step ten in the sutta uh nupassana in the mental part. The mm-hmm. job is, and the effort to be made is, is to gladden the mind, mm-hmm. which immediately means to change from being in danger's way of that those heavy thoughts that we have, mm-hmm. and to throw those out of the mind, and to stop letting them run over us, mm-hmm. because we stand out of the way, we let them pass. So, in the Mahasi method, noting it well is what they say to do but they don't say to make a great big change the way that yeah. is actually should be done to remove the hindrances and to take the effort mm-hmm. to do that mm-hmm. so this is the way that we have to understand is that we have to get actually very good at knowing what hindrances are yeah but the easy way to look at what is a hindrance is anything that's going to keep you from being absolutely joyously relaxed. Anything okay. that's going to keep you from being absolutely joyously, ah, everything is okay. Mm-hmm. Okay? And there's a lot of different kinds of thoughts that will do that thoughts of restlessness, thoughts of things that need to be done, thoughts of things that we want. Mm-hmm. One of the things that a lot of meditators want is enlightenment. And because they want it, guess what? They can't have it. Mm-hmm. Because ah, uh, a dukkha is actually just described as uh, wanting things that you can't have. So wanting something that you don't have is actually the victim's position. Okay. But and at the same time...
1: I, I, I do wonder because like, what if you just want? What's the difference between like discontentment and ambition? Like, isn't there like a fine line between it? Like, I want to work to be able to, to get something, but at the same time, I don't want the thought of not having that to drive me so much. I want the process of trying to get it to, to make me to be enjoyable.
0: Um. That's an interesting point let us let us actually go to the point now of saying that until you know for sure otherwise through direct investigation you can assume that ambition is dukkha okay because it's wanting something you don't have okay And that the whole practice of the teachings of the Buddha and the whole practice of Anapanasati is to get out of dukkha, get out of wanting things, and become satisfied and content with the way things are right now. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Now, if you can do that and maintain that sort of space, then... Um, your morality, for one thing, is absolutely marvelous. Why? Because you're not harming anyone to get anything because you don't want anything. So you become generous and open-hearted because you don't want to keep anything because you're not yeah. grasping and clinging to anything. But you actually become a first-class, high-quality human being.
1: Mm-hmm. Just giving value, right? yeah not always Just
0: because you have allowed yourself to entertain wholesome thoughts and you okay. no longer entertain unwholesome thoughts unwholesome okay. thoughts would be hindrances hindrances to what you being in a um a, a right first class state of mind okay the buddha talks about it this high quality first class state of mind is actually an item on the eightfold noble path, an item to be developed. The Pali is Sama area Samati. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people misunderstand that means concentration, Samati. But in fact, a way to look at it is better is is that things are well organized. Mm -hmm. An example of that would be that you could take a a big grandfather clock, Mm -hmm. And um, let us say, uh, concentrate it with a sledgehammer and get that clock down to something very small. But it wouldn't be very functional like that all beat up into a small bottle. Mm -hmm. What real samadhi is, is getting things fit for work. Yeah. So, you, so the the clock that is in pieces is how we normally think see things, and so concentration means, actually, we're trying to get things together to make so work. that they function well. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And that they've got all of the ingredients that they need. So let's mm-hmm. look at the ingredients that come into this unification of mind, which is noble. In fact, the mm-hmm. whole list of things I like the little list. It's noble. It's super mundane. It's factor of the path, and mm-hmm. it's not shared by ordinary people. Okay. Noble is uh, is the way uh, that they talk about it, and we're not talking about noble born, but rather the noble attitude. Mm-hmm. And the noble attitude is, hey, I'm above this. I'm aloof. I can handle this. A noble who let us say that there are two farmers that are having a great big argument and they are about a pig and they wind up wrestling each other and the pig yeah. in the mud and the noble comes by what mm. does the nobleman do well one thing like, he's, not of, is he's not <laughs> going to get in that mud bath so I right? He's mm. he's going to stand aside mm. that's not my bath that's not my fight We can stay above the fray. That's what we mean by uh, supramundane. Supramundane, rather, is that it's above the world. In fact, the Pali word for that is lokatara. And it's an attitude that we we begin to develop. Uh, Basically, the attitude is uh, possibly correctly but not well stated as I'm above all of that. I'm above all of that. Uh, perhaps a better way of stating it would be, that's not my business.
1: Precisely, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. That's none of my business.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, and when we can see the world as none of my business, it's not my business, then if it's not my business, that means I don't have to go do a whole bunch of stuff. Exactly. Including judging the world as to whether it's good or bad or not to my liking or anything like that. I can sort of let it be mm-hmm. on its own
1: exactly i understand that's
0: nice. so this is this is what we mean by the noble mind the noble mind that's above the world and above the, the the fight over the pig and above mm-hmm. the politics mm-hmm. okay so we begin to um actually by practicing the eightfold path we begin to notice all the things that we have been attached to and recognize that the things that we become attached to generally are then hindrances in one way or the other for us to be at peace and and in a joyful state right in the here now. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, so um, if we begin to practice so that we can get into a state that is joyful and um, accepting the way things are right now, Mm -hmm. that's a good skill to develop, being able to get into that state. Another uh, skill which is close to that is the skill that once we get into that state, we can maintain it Yeah. rather than falling back into hindrances. And sometimes hindrances are going to come along that are pretty big deals. Yeah, exactly. And can you maintain your cool even when the big hindrances come by? Mm -hmm. Once you know that you can, in fact, do that, once you recognize, hey, there's not a thing that's going to happen in my life that I can't handle very well. Think about that. To have the attitude that I can handle anything that comes up Even my own death, if necessary, because that's going to happen too. Mm -hmm. And I can handle that. I can handle Mm -hmm. anything that happens. That's a marvelous attitude to have. That's a real winner's attitude. Mm -hmm. That in fact, the Buddha was known to be a lion. That's the attitude, is I can handle whatever happens. And the Buddha Mm -hmm. says it most specifically in relationship to the hindrances. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That no matter what happens in my life, That would hinder my mind. I can come out of that hindrance. And come back into the reality of the moment. And see the things. The way things really are. Mm -hmm. That is in fact the first knowledge. That first knowledge is noble. It's super mundane. It's a factor of the path. And it's not shared by ordinary people. Mm -hmm. Okay. And this is all about attitude the attitude is can i in fact once long ago i got myself into a state of relaxation can i do it again now can i do it again now can i do it again now until we get the attitude yes i can yes we can do this anytime i want to i can make the choice of coming out of my tension into a state of relaxation Mm -hmm. and no matter how often or how long i have been in a state of tension I can come out of that tension into a state of relaxation. Mm -hmm. That Buddha uh, actually calls that uh, tension that we're talking about restlessness. Yeah, yeah. In the sense that the mind will jump around and jump around and we are become dissatisfied with the moment and want things to be different than they are. So in that uh, sense, restlessness is also what we would call boredom. However, boredom means that something is not right now I need something mm-hmm. Something maybe to occupy my mind That means now I want something that I don't have, I do have. That will give yeah. me the peace of mind <laughs> And so you can see these hindrances run and circle around each other Mm-hmm, mm-hmm Exactly. And once you can see the cycles and see what's going on, you can put a stop to it. You can say, Aha, I can stop that. Mm-hmm. And the Buddha used the, the term, Aha, I see you, Mara, to be able to see hindrances as hindrances with the right understanding and knowledge that they are be to, to be removed immediately mm-hmm. so that we can now have wholesome thoughts. Thoughts sure. about the present moment, thoughts about the Dhamma. Then, in fact, it's very interesting that in the Satipatthana Sutta that we were talking about before, um, after the hindrances, it goes on to talk about various things about the Dhamma, which are indications that these are wholesome thoughts, mm-hmm. wholesome things to think mm-hmm. about. Yes. One of them would be the five aggregates. Why is it worthwhile thinking about the five aggregates? Is because I'm not self. And so we will actually talk about, uh, on another call, we'll talk about the five aggregates. Okay. But I'm mentioning it now because that's something that's wholesome to think about. That Mm -hmm. it's not me. It's not mine. It's not my business. It's not my worry. Okay? Mm -hmm. Okay. Not up to me. So we begin to get out of our selfishness. And go back into our state of relaxation. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So that relaxation, then we will keep as the knowledge that those things are not me. They're not mm-hmm. mine. They don't belong to me. There's no reason why I should front over George Bush or Donald Trump or any, any president or anybody else in any politician in Europe. I mean, they've got their life and they probably are suffering they wear through it why should I mm-hmm. suffer through mine thinking about their suffering it's mm-hmm. sure. not my business mm-hmm. and so I can kind of drop all of those thoughts of politics and the world and everything and just be here now with the Dhamma. so another thing that's mentioned is also the seven factors of enlightenment the Sambojana now, basically what the Sambojana is, is that it's, it's the fulfillment of the Eightfold Noble Path. That the Eightfold Noble Path or is the method, or the process, or the procedure, the practice that you need to do. But then there comes a time when, after you've gotten those things practiced, you've got it, right? Now you've got the skills. And what do the skills look like? okay. The skill of sati looks like unremitting sati. Can I keep remembering and keep remembering and keep remembering to keep coming back and coming back and coming back to being relaxed, to being relaxed, right? That's what that means. Also, unremitting investigation. Right noble view becomes constantly looking, constantly viewing, constantly inspecting not assuming that we already know the answer but to continue to investigate to stay open to observe to watch to note and Mm -hmm. to evaluate in the sense of knowing what is wholesome and what is not wholesome Mm -hmm. to become discerning in that way in your knowledge this is wisdom arising and so with that wisdom and that faculty of wisdom to know what is wholesome and what is not wholesome we can throw the unwholesome thoughts out. And in the beginning, that takes effort. Because those thoughts are part of the habit system, but once we have that uh, seven factors of enlightenment fulfilled, now it's a piece of cake. It's mm-hmm. easy. That it actually becomes unremitting easy to do, effortless, or almost energetic. Mm-hmm. In fact, okay. in, the, in some translations, they use the word unremitting energy. But what we're talking about is the effort. Now, is not any more effort anymore because we're ready for it. Mm-hmm. The next one is unremitting joy. That the joy is there. Mm-hmm. Why? Because yes. you developed it. You've been mm-hmm. developing your, uh, your joy. Mm-hmm. And so you have the piti and the sukha readily available to you as well as the tranquility or the peace, the relaxation that you were talking about as factors. So one of the things we want to do with the seven factors of enlightenment is not just repeat them over and over again, but rather, what is my level of sati? What is my level of investigation? How am I doing there with being energetic? How's my joy? Is my joy up there? Okay, Mm -hmm. how's my relaxation? How's that going? Okay, so these are kind of wholesome thoughts to have, is an an investigation, an evaluation of just how uh, ship-shaped things really are, that you're good. Things are good to go, okay? And also thinking about the Four Noble Truths and the Eightfold Noble Path, these are all wholesome things to think about. But by and large, we're thinking about them in the sense of this present moment. Is this dukkha or is this thought not dukkha? Is mm. this thought dukkha? And if it is, where's the greed? Where's the ill will? Where's the, the, the ignorance, etc.? And then um, we throw that stuff out and we can say, okay, now we're in third noble truth. Wow, this is third noble truth. I don't have any suffering at all. I'm good. Finally, I'm good. Okay, So these are the kinds of thoughts that we can have That would be very, very wholesome Mm -hmm. But thoughts about the past Thoughts about the the future Thoughts about someplace else For instance, thoughts about going to the bank The time to think about going to the bank Is just before you go to the bank To make sure you got all the paperwork to go to the bank And then you go to the bank But most people will go to the bank a hundred times The week before they go to the bank Yeah. It keeps Mm -hmm. coming and coming and coming. Well, guess what? Going to the bank in the mind and not actually getting the business done is a worrisome thing to do. Yes. And so we get worried about going to the bank for no reason at all. Mm -hmm. Hey, I'm not going to go to the bank. Why should I think about the bank? (laughs) (laughs) And so now we're beginning to, to look at these hindrances closely. Why should I think about going to the bank? I've already thought about going to the bank. Why should I think about it now? And if we start doing that and evaluating all of these various thoughts and and keep coming back, never mind, I don't have to think about that. I don't have to think about this. I don't have to think about the visa. I don't have to think about the dog. I don't have to think about going to work right now. Right now, everything is good. Yes. Okay. Exactly. That's what's next is to get good at identifying hindrances.
1: But then let's say if you're facing a challenge like how I see it, at least if I'm facing a challenge, you can still see it's good that it's giving you one experience to a learning like a learning. Uh, uh, you know, a space to learn, but also like, you know, it can make you feel such a way that you haven't before. Like that's how I think about it now.
0: OK. Actually, um, an example of that would be, uh, getting sick. Yes. Thika Buddha Dassa recommended to make being sick as an opportunity to practice. Yes. Mm-hmm. To practice. I am not the body. The body okay. is sick, but I'm not sick. I'm okay. Yes. Yeah. 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 I, I feel good. The body feels terrible, yes. but I'm Okay. I'm going mm. to survive this. Everything is fine. And you can see we're practicing anapanasati right there. So okay. let us say you okay. thumb, you bang your thumb with a hammer, and now it's throbbing. Every heartbeat is throbbing and throbbing. We can say, okay, mm. the thumb hurts, but I don't hurt. I'm yes. okay.
1: So you separate your... The thumb your will take are...
0: care of itself. The thumb will is that, heal. Is the that thumb your is ego? Not my
1: business. Like, you separate your body from your ego? Or like, it's not your ego, your identity, your spirit, like, like, what do you separate your body from that?
0: Right. Well, I was actually going back and referring to the five aggregates again. The five aggregates are not self. That thumb that's that's just gotten busted and is throbbing, that thumb is not me. Mm -hmm. The thumb's got its own problems and will help it to take care of itself. But I am not that thumb. Yes. And yet most kids go go around, oh, poor me, my poor thumb. No, it's not poor you, it's the poor thumb. (laughs) You are not the thumb. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, so we identify with it, and when we begin to practice with Anapanasati, we begin to recognize, no, that stuff is not me, not mine, not my job, not my business. I'm okay. Everything is good. Okay. The thumb can throb, okay. and I'm still comfortable, confident, relaxed. I okay. don't have to threat. Okay, so okay. you can see that banging one's thumb would actually be, uh, a, for many people, a fairly big hindrance to being mm-hmm. joyful. Mm-hmm. But you can get over it. All right? So we yeah. use those things as opportunities for practice. Or many people, in fact, use them as excuse for not practicing. Oh, mm-hmm. I've been so busy. <laughs> you know why you've been busy? Is because you haven't been practicing. If you were practicing, you wouldn't be so busy.
1: Exactly, exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: And so you've had many opportunities to practice that you didn't know about. Mm-hmm. So when Bhikkhu Buddha Das is talking about when we're sick, that that's a good opportunity to practice when we're busy. That's a good opportunity to stop being busy and start to relax. Okay. Even if we're on the move, and, and I mean picking up boxes and moving it from this room to out in the street or whatnot like that, we can, in fact, set that box down and take a deep breath Ah oh, I can relax. Mm-hmm. And after I relax I can pick that box up and put it on the truck.
1: Yes. Okay. Okay.
0: All right. That's what nice. we're going for is use everything as an opportunity to practice. All right. All right. But the practice is the same. Okay. And that is to clean the hindrances out of the mind and get ourselves into a nice state of relaxation and peace. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay.
1: But then, like, um, because as you said, like, you have you should have an attitude that most people don't have. How can you, like, what, if some people, like, let's say, like, you believe everything's okay, everything's all right. And let's say you have a friend who's like, no, everything's not all right, everything's not all right. And then it's like, don't you feel the same? And she wants you to feel the same way. What would be right. a positive? What would be a positive <laughs> attitude to like uh, to say like, I want because the thing is like at that point what I would do at that position like okay just try meditating or something, and sometimes they like no I don't want to do it but then like then I just like what I would do is like yeah it's not, it's my friend but it's not my business to be this uh to be this rattled and shit, so I'd rather right. just like just calm what, down you, and, what
0: you're saying is you let him rattle you. He has yeah, yeah. made you uh take his business as if it were yours. Precisely, exactly, and like it's not. It's not. Right, his business is his business. Your business is your business. If you pay attention to only your business, you'll be much happier. Mm -hmm. But you see, let's talk about it in this respect because this is germane, and that is, is that. Um one of the most important qualities for the earth for in the beginning of one's practice, and when I say the beginning of one's practice, we're talking about within the first twenty years. Okay. Okay. And that is the issue of doubt. Yes. And that there are three major layers of doubt. Okay. And that the layer of doubt that your friend and your example is in (laughs) is the layer of doubt of where or who can he get to help him out of his mess yes yes and he's trying to give you his mess and he's trying to give everybody else his mess Mm -hmm. looking for a mommy or looking for a government or looking for a priest Uh, or a preacher or a guru or a method or Mm -hmm. a meditation or something to fix him yes okay what we are we're already past that, hopefully, mm-hmm. because yes. this is the whole teaching of the second noble truth. Is guess what, bub? You made this mess. You're going to have to get yourself out of it. That's mm-hmm. that's the sum total and the most important teaching of the second noble truth. Mm-hmm. Is the source of suffering is my own greed, my own ill will, and my own refusing to look at what's right in front of me.
1: Yeah, okay. Okay, it's like, so it's all my own doing to myself, and I have control. It's like that, kind of. Hmm. Okay.
0: And so this is a major change from okay. the, the 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 way that society does it is is that uh, and, and women are very good at this, by the way, is sharing. Yeah. The, problem. sharing, yeah, sharing the problem. Yeah, sharing how they feel. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. if I can get other people to feel the way I feel, then I don't feel so bad about feeling this bad.
1: Exactly, exactly.
0: <laughs> but oftentimes men, when mm-hmm. women dump on them all of their problems or at least one major problem, the guy gets the idea, oh, now she's giving me a task to do. That means I've got to set this <laughs> thing right. And all she wanted yeah, to do yeah. was make you feel the way that she feels. And then yeah. she feels all right. She doesn't Here's want you to fix it. She's not looking for a knight in shining armor. She's looking for a girl. <laughs>
1: but but in, that ex- in that example, like, if she wanted, let's say it was your girlfriend, let's say if your girlfriend wanted you to feel how she felt, but you know you shouldn't feel that way, but at the same time you want to be a good boyfriend so that because, uh, so that because you want to, to understand how she's feeling, how can you, uh, like, how could you, how could you respond to that? Like, let's say, after you understood how she felt, but you don't want to feel how she feels. What would you say to that?
0: OK. First off, I will introduce this by saying that this is not Buddhism 101 that I'm about to teach you here. OK, OK. Okay. This is not <laughs> okay. Right. Let us stay on Buddhism 101 until we get it really nailed, but we'll take this adventure on the, uh, the side. Okay. Uh, and go into the teaching of the Brahma Viharas, and okay. actually, you could go so far as to say that the word the Brahma Vihara, the word Vihara actually means the home of. You can hear the word heart or Hara, in there. Mm-hmm. So the Vihara, like Vipassana, means to go into one's heart. Yes. And that this heart is the highest class heart there is. High class heart is the same thing as the noble mind, it's just a different re- frame of reference. Okay, mm-hmm. so the Brahma Viharas have Metta, Karuna, Mudita, and Upeka. And okay. Metta, okay, so. Uh, basically, when girls uh, share their feelings so that they can get other girls to commiserate with them, then that means that they're looking up for a pity party. It's basically like if one person is drowning, and yeah. instead of throwing them a lifeline, you're supposed to jump in the water and drown with them. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's find something different to do. Mm hmm. And that is, is that we can actually save her out of her drowning situation mm-hmm. by giving her a different vibration, different vibes. Mudita actually is um, referred to as sympathetic joy. Okay. Sympathetic joy means that if you can remain your, re- maintain your joyfulness, then when she's having a pity party, you can respond to her with joy. Exactly. With things like, oh, I bet you don't feel really that bad, do you? Mm-hmm. It's not okay. really that big a deal, is it? hmm hmm I bet you could smile if you tried. Okay. I bet if I got silly, you could smile. hmm And then mm-hmm. you take them so the and thing. talk them right out of it.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: That's okay. how you do it. Mm-hmm. Is okay. is that okay. you uh, you don't meet them necessarily where they are, but your whole intention is to give them a spoonful of sugar. Yes, okay. to help their own okay. medicine go down. Okay, mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. is the way that you want to deal with other people. Now, I, like I said, this is not Buddhism 101. The question is, where are you going to get this joy juice? Where are you going to get this sugar? When she's all in a pity party, why don't you join that pity party or think she's got work to do? Because that's the two options that, that would be there. You either fix her problem or you commiserate with her is mm. the standard operating procedure. You've got to have sati and you've got to have that joy built in mm-hmm. so that you can then go and give her what she really needs and deserves. And that is happiness and joy. Precisely. Mm-hmm. And contentment. She doesn't need to be yeah. in her pity party. You can talk mm-hmm. her out of it.
1: Absolutely, I agree. Okay.
0: All right, so now you've got another reason for practicing Anapanasati, the same thing with these various points, to get yourself into a state of sukha Mm -hmm. and pity so that you do have that joy, you do have that can-do attitude. Oh, she's in the pity party, I bet I can get her out of that.
1: Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Okay,
0: okay. Okay. and that'll give you the attitude with that can-do attitude and you can begin to take on the whole world that way mm-hmm. that her pity party is not your problem your problem your your job is to maintain your joy and if you maintain your joy in front of her she'll pick up on it that's mm-hmm. nature is actually instinctual mm-hmm. it's part of our okay. hurting instinct or hurting behavior mm-hmm. And she will see you as safe and she will come and join your herd.
1: Mm-hmm. OK, OK, and I understand. All right, all right, all right. You kind of you're kind of a leader in that sense. Okay.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: Because if you go against what most people think, then you're kind of a leader. It's like going against herd mentality and you stay strong in your own beliefs. Then other people will join you. OK.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. So, if you've got the Dhamma and you're overflowing with the Dhamma, then it, then it works very well when you deal with other people with with Dhamma, with joy. Mm-hmm. Okay. You can tell them everything's going to be okay. You've got no problem. That's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. In many cases, people fret over two happy problems. I either have this great big good, nice thing or I have this great big nice thing over here and I can't choose which one and they start to feel bad.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Why can't you just like be happy with nothing or like, you know, you some, you know, last night when I was meditating, sometimes I just realized like because the last few weeks I've, it, it, I haven't been doing it. But then when I did it last night, I was like, isn't it just good to be alive? Like with the life and that so we cool. have, like, you know, like we have, Sure, even if you're poor in the, in the Philippines, for example, or you have nothing, or you have nothing materialistically, you could at least be grateful. Like I'm alive. Even if you have like no limbs, even if you have uh, this uh, uh, disorder or something, you could at least be happy that like you're living on this earth and then you have a, a chance to, you know, to be somebody.
0: Yes, absolutely, and we can even narrow that focus down to, Mm -hmm. isn't it marvelous that I am right here, right Right now, now. satisfied with it? Exactly. That I've made it this far, I'm still alive, I haven't clutched myself to death yet, and here I am, right here, right now, and it's marvelous. I like that, I like that. Exactly. Can keep, okay. Can keep keep telling yourself that, it, because things are already okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Indeed. No matter where or no matter where or mm-hmm. uh, what time, what you know. What time it is?
0: Even the, if your daddy world. and your grandfather are about to throw you into the uh, uh, volcano as a sacrifice, at least they chose you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fair enough. It's like, hey, I'm the one that's worth uh, sacrificing, huh?
0: Yeah, I'm the one who's <laughs> worth sacrificing here. Off I go into that one <laughs>
1: <laughs> Nice, nice, nice. I like that. Okay, okay. Hey, thank you.
0: Okay. Yes. Well, I hope to see you again soon. I hope that you're yes. uh, finished with all your boxes and moving and whatnot, and that you can yes. settle down and relax, relax. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Hey, I like well, to we'll talk very you. much, man. Eh? Okay. We'll see you soon.
1: Yeah. See you soon. Dama. Dama nice. All
0: right. Have a nice night. Peace. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>